Good morning, America. This is your host, Mark Dunnigan, with the Daily Answer. One of the ERE, or Answering Religious Air, shows, along with Bob's Bible Basics, Older Women Likewise, on Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, the live Bible Q&A, and I'm talking live, at Wednesday, noon Eastern Time, and then our Tuesday night show at uh, noon Eastern Time, or excuse me, Tuesday afternoon show. Well, let's talk about healthy and unhealthy relationships in this podcast. The Bible talks about different individuals. Uh, We run across the angry man in Proverbs, Proverbs 22, 24. We run across the fool many times, as in Proverbs 13, 20. And the glutton, Proverbs 28, 7. We also run into some very dangerous women. The evil woman of Proverbs 7, 19. The woman whose hands is chains. Uh, you might say the manipulator in Ecclesiastes 7, 26. And so I wanted to talk about like, well, what might be some very practical ways of breaking it down? Healthy, unhealthy relationships that would be very useful. Something that you could kind of have in your pocket or uh, a good resource here. And so First Peter chapter 3, verse 7, let's talk about one category to begin with, communication. You husbands in the same way, in the same way, live with your wives in an understanding way or according to knowledge. And that would mean that you communicate with them. You find out who they are and what they need and what they like and what their dreams and their goals are. Okay, so healthy communication, um, sincerely using terms of endearment, encourage them, encouraging them in the pursuit of their goals listening respectfully to their point of view, valuing their input. You might say listening when they talk, eye contact when they talk, making family decisions together, verbally encouraging them, open, positive communication, being happy even if things don't go exactly your way. Now, if we go down to the unhealthy side, I think it would include calling them names, ridiculing their goals and dreams, making them think they're crazy, playing mind games, making threats to leave, to commit suicide or do harmful things to them or the children, making them afraid by using intimidating looks, threats, or actions, destroying property, abusing pets, giving them the cold shoulder, pouting or throwing a fit to get your way, or crying as a form of manipulation. Second category, trust and support. Proverbs 31.11, the heart of her husband trusts in her, and he will have no lack of game. In the same sort of area of passages, it talks about that she does him good, not evil, all the days of his life. So healthy would be encouraging their involvement in outside interests, supporting their friendships and trusting them and unhealthy would be controlling what they do who they can see and talk to trying to isolate them limiting their outside involvement or falsely accusing them third category honesty and accountability ephesians 4 25 
Therefore, laying aside falsehood, speak truth, each one of you with his neighbor. For we are members of one another. On the healthy side, accepting full responsibility for your actions. Owning up quickly to sin. Asking for forgiveness. Being humble about your own shortcomings. Being honest about that. Focusing on the things that need to work on and not solely on what other people need to work on. Acknowledging when they're in right. Acknowledging when they have a valid and good point. And thanking them for their input and wisdom. Unhealthy would be making light of one's own sinful actions. Claiming that one's past bad actions or attitudes never happened. Shifting responsibility. Or claiming that their bad actions are somehow justified like, well, you made me mad. Problem solving. The next category. And the verse, Matthew 7, 12. And everything, therefore, treat people the same way you want to treat you. For this is the law and the prophets. On the healthy side would be seeking mutually satisfying resolutions, accepting change, seeing where I need to change, being willing to compromise. Unhealthy, my way or the highway. Punishing them if things don't go our way. Zero willingness to bend where you actually could bend. Or angry at change or the idea that I need to change. Parenting. Ephesians 6, 1 through 4. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with the promise, so that it may be well with you and that you may live long on the earth. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. And so on a practical level, what would the healthy and unhealthy look like there? Well, let's look at the healthy. That would include sharing parental responsibility. Here's an important one. Standing united on decisions as a couple. That mom and dad are on the same page. Present a united front. Standing up for your mate and praising them before the children. Having a life together without the children. Making sure that you both have time together apart from the children and continuing to date, particularly continuing to date while the children are at home. Unhealthy would be putting all the responsibilities for training the children on the shoulders of just one spouse, saying critical things about your mate in the presence of the children, taking the children's side against the mate, using the children to relay unkind messages or threatening to take the children away. Oh, money. First Timothy 6.17 Instruct those who are rich in this present world not to be conceited or to fix their hope on the uncertainty of riches, but on God who richly supplies us with all things to enjoy. On the healthy side, making money decisions together making sure both husband and wife benefit from financial arrangements. The economic state of the family is clear and transparent. Both partners know where the money is or where the money is going. Um, owning things together 
we got both our names on that and mutually agreeing on a fair distribution of work. Unhealthy would be making a spouse ask for money, actually taking money from them, hiding money from each other, having secret accounts or investments, not letting her or him know about or have access to, well, the family income or where's the money going or how much money do we have? Having everything in your name or insisting it's all in your name. Uh, punishing the other person by spending too much as a way of revenge. Buying things for self without any consideration for what the rest of the family needs. Well, I'm hoping that was helpful for you in this particular episode of The Daily Answer. Till next time, we'll see you in the funny papers. Thank you.